and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Denae Sweet, and this is episode 95. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about protection magic. Protect yourself. <laughs> I, I find myself saying this like over and over and over when I'm talking to people and evidently myself, I, my brain thinks it's something that I really need to get across as important. So we're going to talk about that today. We are going to talk about um, some of the methods that you can do to protect yourself and protect your energy, some tools, herbs, crystals, that sort of thing, some oils, um, and the things that I do to protect myself. I think it's it's really important to pick one or multiple things um, every day and every night to kind of keep yourself energetically safe. Before we start, I just wanted to say uh, again, because I got a bunch of DMs saying that they missed the, the discount code. If you are looking to get a subscription box from Green Moon Apothecary, um, use the code WITCHYWOMAN10 to get 10% off your first box. That's at greenmoon.ca. They are a witchy subscription box. I love them. My mug that I got last time is probably my favorite thing that I have that I've been playing with lately. So... <laughs> So get on their website and go check them out. And use my code, please. <laughs> okay, now that I'm done with that, let's get on to protection stuff. Oh, wait. I want to say one thing before we get started, or another thing, because I already said the one thing. But um, So I want to address some of the chaos in our witchy woman friends group. Now, I don't normally allow any politics whatsoever because it can get messy. And I allowed like some positive stuff to celebrate and then it got shitty and I had to close it down again to no politics and I want to apologize to anyone that felt um, targeted, threatened, um, felt like uh, shut down because you were not able to celebrate. I really, really wanted it to be a safe place for everybody to be either happy or sad and be respectful, but it didn't happen so no more politics and I just want to apologize to anyone that uh, was uncomfortable because of it. I didn't leave it up very long. I had to end up taking it down. I sent a bunch of email or a bunch of messages to people in case, um, you know, just apologizing for even letting it happen. So I do wish that everybody could just be fucking kind, but <laughs> it is a very polarizing thing right now. And I should have known, um, we're human, right? Okay. So enough of that. <laughs> Let's get on to protection magic. All right. So, um, the first technique I want to talk about is bubbling, or sometimes it's, uh, referred to as shielding. Now, this is a simple visualization to assist in keeping your energy yours and everyone else's out of your energetic space. So this can be done a variety of ways, but the way I learned was to, uh, imagine like a bubble around you. And when I imagine this bubble, I have this light that starts in my like center where my heart chakra is. And it's just pushed outward until I have a bubble around me. And then I fill it with protective light. So um, mine looks silver and gold glitter, of course. And then I ask spirit and angels or whatever to please uh, keep this bubble of protection strong and powerful at all times. Keep, um, keep it filled with source energy to shield me. If I'm feeling like I need a little extra oomph, then I visualize it as like a creel, 
bleh, clear quartz sphere. And I call on the vibrations of clear quartz and spirit to protect me inside of my protective um, crystal sphere. If I feel like someone is trying to poke at my energy or pry, um, then I, or, or they're going on the offense at me, like even if it's, it can be uh, unknowing or knowing on their part, but it does become um, for me a smoky quartz sphere with crystals poking out to protect me with even with like a little bite. So you can en- envision whatever crystal you want, but mine grows like pokey things and smoky quartz is one of those crystals that I find the most for me and my own energy I find it very comforting and protecting to me so that's the crystal that I envision and the pokey things are for anyone who energetically tries to touch me (laughs) you know uh reach out and do spell work against me or just invasive uh when people try to read me I have this a lot and I don't understand why people do it but a lot of people I don't want to say a lot. Some people. And it's not even in my group. It's not on... It's not even this podcast or witchy stuff. It's like people that kind of know me. um, Not locally, but, you know, like in the area. They know I'm witchy. So they're constantly trying to read me. And that's not okay. Like, just because you know someone on the internet, you shouldn't be like... um, Like, for example, somebody once started a conversation on Facebook, like via messenger. I was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I think that your spirit guide's name starts with whatever letter and that you, um, are this and that, and that you are having problems with this. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 no. (laughs) Like she was not accurate in the least part, but (laughs) it was pissed me off because that's unsolicited poking, right? So um, I learned from that to make sure I put up an energetic boundary every morning. And if I'm feeling like it needs to come up and be like recharged basically throughout the day, then I just re-visualize my boundaries. Um, And the pokey thing is for people like if I'm feeling especially vulnerable during the day or if I'm not feeling very good, I definitely put that up because I can't spend any more of my energy on someone else's BS and trying to like vampire or energy vampire me like I I need my all the energy I can get then I definitely put up the the crystals the spiky crystal ball thing um that way when they try to poke at my energy they're gonna get an energetic bite back like and that makes you um or them recoil energetically like oh I won't poke there anymore because that had negative effects um all right gonna get off that (laughs) Um, anyway, that's something I do every day, morning and night, and usually once or twice during the day. Um, I have a lot of contact with people online because that's my job and I love it, but it does open me up to quite a bit of um, criticism and, you know, curious people and witches that want to see if they can poke at me. And so, ha ha ha, I have things. Anyway, (laughs) another method is using like protective sigils, runes, things like that drawn onto your skin with like oils or lotion or just drawn on your skin with your finger. This is really easy to do. I do it when I get out of the shower and I'm putting on my lotions and oils. The last step I do is I dip my fingers in a particular oil and I draw onto my heart chakra and third chakra 
third eye chakras with symbols um, and sigils that I feel are protective. You can draw um, whatever that is for you. Um, another way to do that would be um, I like to draw those those protective sigils while I get it when I get out of the shower and you know you know like all of your mirrors are foggy and you can write on them like I like to write cute little notes to my hubby but I also will put uh, a, a protective sigil on my mirrors every time I get out of the shower it just to me um bumps up that feeling of security just a little bit more especially right now like nobody might be like poking at my energy but <laughs> at the moment but um it is a really chaotic time for everybody in our mundane lives and that makes us vulnerable whether we like it or not we're stressed out we're fucking tired it's very very chaotic and um the tension is so palatable um in every situation i can think of right now so um when we feel that way we feel less secure so doing all these extra things helps you um have that sense of security around you. Um, another method is very, very simple is praying or meditating with the intention of protection and asking your deity or spirit or whatever to surround you with protection every day. It is so easy. Just wake up in the morning. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, okay. I cannot say wake up in the morning without following up with feeling like P. Diddy. <laughs> I'm a dork. It's a Kesha reference if you don't if you don't know who that is. <laughs> anyway, she's a singer and it's a song and it's not the best song in the world, but it gets stuck in your head. So anyway, moving on, Danae. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, wake up, <laughs> do your little shield thing, and then pray or meditate, however what you do you. But I like to get up in the morning and do that, and then I sit at my healing altar, and you know I send out good juju to whomever needs it, and then I also ask for healing and protection and um, all that good stuff every morning and every night. It's gratitude and also protection. Another one of the things I like to do um, when I'm preparing for rituals or spells is an herbal clearing method known as smoke clearing. I'm gonna address this right away. I do not call it smudging uh, anymore. I, it, the reason I always called it smudging is because that's what's on the internet. When you read, even like earlier books that I have read on witchcraft and stuff, they call it smudging because that's just the word that we, you know, that was most available to, to describe it. Um, I do not use that anymore because I feel like it's uh, culturally appropriating um, what smudging is to the indigenous population. It's a ceremony um, specific to them. And so... I use the term smoke clearing because that has no um, cultural, uh, specific cultural ties. Is smoke clearing can be found in almost every culture in history around the world. And I did do an episode about that um, where I did a lot of research. So if anybody is looking for actual research on that, I do have that. I'd have to dig it up. But I do have all my notes from that. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I do burn a like an herb or blend specifically for clearing out negative vibrations in my home and my sacred space. Um, it can be done in the form of like an herb stick, um, loose incense, stick incense, whatever method you prefer. I also like to use resins and um, I just, I love all things incense. So I tend to use a ton of it. <laughs> so I do use like the cheap stuff that's in the box that's like 99 cents for like 25 of them or 50 or whatever it is I use a lot of those um in the mornings because sometimes I don't want to do like the full-on like 
smoke clearing in my home, but I do want a little bit of like morning clear out. So I'll like grab one of my little incense sticks that you can get and it'll burns for like what, 15 minutes, 20 minutes max. And, and I'll burn that while I'm at my altar in the morning. Um, but during spells and rituals, I do the whole bit. I do a pretty healthy clearing so that I know I have good energy to work within. So the next method I'd like to talk about is oil blends. So if you cannot burn things, if you're allergic, if it sets off your alarms, if your roommates hate it, whatever, whatever that is, you can use an oil blend. So protective oils mixed in like a roller bottle that you can put on your skin. Make sure if you do this that you research what oils are okay for your skin and what oils are not. Um, you can use that in a spray bottle. I like to mix like distilled water, half distilled water, half um, uh, witch hazel and then put my oils into that and like shake it up. You can put whatever you want in there as far as oils. You can buy like a plain sagebrush, not white sage, but there's like a like prairie sage oil that you can get online. It's super cheap, um, but you can just put that in there or any herb that you find protective or clearing. Rosemary can be uh, a substitute for anything. It's kind of like the the clear quartz of herbs. So if you have nothing, uh, clear quartz or rosemary will work <laughs> in in that instance and you can spray it around your room um in the mornings or in the evenings or during ritual whatever you need to do um you can also uh use sound clearing i really really like using sound clearing um it feels good sometimes for me it's just putting on some binaural beats while i get my space and my supplies organized on my altar for spell work i'll be doing other times I use a bell or just clap around the room and focus on the intention. So I love to do this. I like to do the smoke stuff, let it sit in the room where I can see the smoke kind of hanging around as it goes out my window. And then I go ahead and do my, my clapping and my bells or whatever I got. Get a, I'm always saying, get a pan and a spoon and just bang it. Like that's, that's clearing as well. And it's super fun. Totally done it. Like somebody asked me the other day, yeah, have you actually done it? Yes. Yes, I have. I, the last time I remember doing that was at the ranch. I got really pissed off at the shit that was going on, the paranormal activity that we were having. I went and got a, like a, a pot and a pan. I just like bang, 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 bang. And it felt so good. And if you know what happened there, you understand that that only lasted so long <laughs> before shit went downhill. But it felt really good at the time. And it does clear out the energy, the shit energy, and gets that stagnant energy moving around for the short term. So say I've done my smoke clearing, my sound uh, clearing, and I'm ready to do my ritual. I most generally, I use the bubble technique for myself and my entire sacred space to provide a really strong layer of energetic protection for me. I always ask my protective guides to please protect me while I'm working and to not allow any being, entity, energy, whatever it is, to communicate with me that does not serve my highest good and or has the intent to harm me or my loved ones. <laughs> you can ask your deity spirit or whatever you'd like to do this uh, for you. Um, if you don't believe, if you're a secular witch, then call on the elements and your own um, protection abilities. I get that a lot too. Like, what if I'm not, what if I don't, like honor any deities then you work with your higher self and you work with your abilities and the abilities um connected to the earth 
if uh, at this point I'm going to call on the elements and directions, whatever it is for you, I've heard it called the quarters, the elements, the directions, or the watchtowers, then um, that's another way to provide uh, a layer of protection and security while you're doing workings, which I highly recommend. It doesn't have to be anything huge or elaborate, but it does um, provide a little extra for you. Um, the energy, uh, it's, it's an energetically, it draws a protective circle around you and calls in the energies to lend you their energy and vibration to protect and empower. Forget that part, like these energies protect you, but they also empower you during spell work. So this is why I find it important to do that step. Different practices have other meanings and reasonings for this. So if it does not resonate with you, then maybe research other paths and, uh, ways to do this to find what way is right for you. When your spell or ritual is done, don't forget to release the quarters, the directions, whatever, and thank them for their presence as well as any deity that you work with. Um, I will also take a moment to ground myself afterwards. Food and drink will assist in that process after a ritual or spell. It's very, very important. It's awesome to ride that spell high, but you will crash like caffeine crash. So to prevent like that crazy like high and low, you want to go get a drink. Um, that's why they do cakes and ale, you know, uh, traditionally after ritual. So I want to talk about a different way that you can protect yourself. And it's one of my favorites, protective baths. I love ritual baths. <laughs> Taking a ritual bath for protection seriously is one of my favorite techniques. Um, regular table salt in your bath works amazing. If you want to add more to it, you can sprinkle protective herbs and skin safe oils mixed with a carrier oil um, into your bath. I will light a black candle to protect me and to draw any negative energy and a white one with the intent that it fills my energy and body with positive healing high vibrations. This is an excellent way to prepare for a ritual or a spell. If you don't have a bath, you can get a bucket and soak your feet to get that same effect. And I make a whole, I make a whole dramatic Gemini event out of it. Like my bathroom has candles. I turn down the light. I have my music and I really focus like on the water using that element of water to pull out all of um, like basically detoxify energetically in that bath. And um, if you want to add a little physical detoxing into it, you can add like a half a cup of baking soda and a little bit of Epsom salts in with your mix. And that helps pull any physical... um, crap out of you as well boy that was that was smooth physical crap not actual crap just physical icky energy I'm really tired I apologize (laughs) seriously another way I know I kind of touched 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 on it before but oil blends and perfumes um are amazing to use for protection. Uh, essential oils, flower essences, and perfumes are all great ways to um, add a layer of protection to your body and your energetic body. I like to work with essential oils and essences because they carry the energy of the plant it was made from. Working with plant spirits has become one of like my favorite things to do right now. <laughs> I'm really big into plants. I know quarantine, like early this spring, I like jumped into planting and growing and all kinds of cool herbal stuff and now I'm just completely obsessed so I love working with that plant spirit um you can um either 
blend protective oils with a carrier oil in a roller bottle or spray um, and use that. I use mine every morning and night as well, a tra- as, well as a travel-sized one that I use when I'm out and about. So like if I'm going to go in and out of heavily populated areas where I'm going to get a lot of energetic residue from everybody else, um, one, bubble up before you go into places like Walmart. Um, and then after I come back, before I get into my vehicle, I like to spray myself with my protective spray, my clearing spray, and then my hands too. Um, and then I spray my car. <laughs> I, I spray my car as well, the inside of that. Um, so anyway, that's that's one way that I, it makes me feel a, just a little safer, more energetically uh, secure. Another way that you can protect yourself um, or use for protection purposes are candles, incense, and crystals. I know we kind of talked about incense and stuff before, but so um, I want to preface this by saying if what you have is a white candle from the dollar store, that's fine. Um, Other colors of candles that are protective are generally like black candles um, that provide shielding. I love to use a black candle on my altar to create a layer of protection using the element of fire. Um, And I want to share with you like a really cheap, quick, like protective candle hack. So if you go to the dollar store, you can grab like white candles, you can get tea lights, whatever it is. Go go get some cheapy ones. Um, I love to cut up the kind, the the big stick ones, like the taper candles. I will go get white ones. I'll cut it up. If I don't already have, I have wax here that I make my own candles out of. But if you don't have that, go get white candle from the dollar store. Chop it up, pull the wick out, um, get a, a big uh, pot of water and get it warm and boiling, stick another pot, a smaller pot inside of there with that you put all of your wax in. And you want to put it on like a medium. So just it's, it's a, it's very slow rolling kind of boil at first and then turn it down. But that will melt your wax inside of the inside, um, uh, pot. This is just basically a cheap ass way of doing a double bro- broiler. <laughs> so you're going to do that and then you're going to put whatever oils that um, you want to put in there. So if you have some rosemary oil, dump it in there. If you have rosemary herb in your kitchen cabinet, put that in there. Whatever you want to make this candle protective. Make sure that you put some like feeling and intention into it. Stir it all up. When it's all melted and everything's good, you want to put in, by by the way, put the oils in very, very last once you take it off of the heat. Otherwise, the oils, it will kind of evaporate. My theory is that they evaporate. It doesn't smell as oil, like strong if I put them in the beginning. So I wait till the very, very end for any of the scents and oils. If you're creative, you can put, um like black dye in that or whatever I will preface that by saying it takes a really really good black candle dye to make a true black candle so good luck um but it can be just a white candle you can do this with white ones so it's got all that good stuff in there and then you want to pour it um you saved the wick right (laughs) so you want to take uh, a little bit of hot glue and you put it at the bottom of whatever container. So if you're doing this in like a mason jar or whatever, you want to take a little bit of hot glue, stick it onto the bottom of um, the candle wick that you pulled out of the taper candle. Glue that to the bottom of the inside of your um, mason jar or whatever it is. Um, and then take a Q- uh, Q-tip. A Q-tip, you could use a Q-tip, I guess. Or a toothpick or something long that goes across the mouth of the jar and wrap the candle wick in that. So it, you now you have like it all the candle wick 
is now secure. And then you pour all of the wax that you the melted wax inside of the jar and let cool and boom you have your own um candle that you made all by yourself and it's for protection you can do this with whatever intent you want but that is my way of doing it if you don't have wax around the house um and you didn't go to like one of those stores and get all the stuff to make candles you can totally do it this way it's whatever man um then you can when it's all done if you made uh if you made a pillar candle, you, you need a mold for that. But if you did that, you can carve your own sigils and symbols around it of protection. You can go to, if you want to skip all that, you can go just get you a big pillar candle, a white or whatever color pillar candle and carve protective sigils on it. That could be one way that you use candles in a protective way. Um, kind of get creative. Just be careful. Some of the oils that you put in there are extremely extremely flammable especially if it's a don't do it don't put it on top this is what I, I will show you in a video that's what I'm gonna do so fragrance oils have a, like fragrance things that fragrance things that are not natural a lot of times have alcohol in them alcohol is flammable so if you have a plain ass candle and you've got a flame going and you dump or drip some of the fragrance oil on top of it just like as like a little extra while you're burning your candle a lot of times that'll flame up and go woof and it's super fun um I don't recommend it so if you're going to put drip it into an already burning candle do it on the wax part do it on don't do it on the the wick um one it'll put it out but two it could also make big flame and then you lose your eyebrows so um I don't recommend that and I'm saying all this because this is shit I have done before for real um, so that's why I don't like to drip oils or anything like that on top of my candles anymore, which I used to do that to like to save money and <clears throat> effort, I guess. <laughs> but I almost singed my eyebrows off. I lost some of my eyelashes once. So don't, don't do that. Okay, moving on. Um, I know I talked about incense before, but definitely this is one of my favorite ways uh, you can protect yourself and add intention to your work. It comes in sticks, uh, herb sticks, cones, ropes, loose incense. There's resins. Uh, what else am I missing? I think there's, I'm trying to think of any others that come in different forms, but there's all kinds. Finding your favorite is really just a matter of trying them all out to see what you prefer. Crystals are also an amazing and beautiful way to protect yourself. Um, I'm not going to go into this too much because crystals is a whole huge topic on its own. Um, but I love to choose black ones like black tourmaline. I also love smoky quartz for this. There are a ton of others that are not black. Um, I'm going to let you just Google that on your own. <laughs> then there's clear quartz and it can be programmed with your intent to be protective and shielding because that's the great thing about clear quartz. It takes on the vibration of your intent. I also use crystals and herbs to protect my home and have placed them strategically around the border of my property as well as inside my home to provide like a, uh, like a, a grid almost, a layer of protection for my home and my family. And it's just gridding on a large, large scale. You see those beautiful little, like the grids that you can do on a gridding mat or put on your altar. This is just like a giant version of that. And it's, you, you're gonna bury the ones that you don't mind if you lose because sometimes they get dug up or for some reason disappear and I just take that I just go well I guess the earth needed that and I replace them <laughs> but that's something that you should check or redo you know every six months or so at least um, it's important to not just keep these 
protections up, but remember when you're blocking everything out, you're just trapping things in here. So if you've had, like right now, it's super chaotic and tense everywhere. So I have been redoing like my protection a little more often so that I can open it all up, clear it out, and then seal it back up. Another thing, you know, I kind of talked about it is the symbols, but you can wear that in your jewelry. Um, I talked about it a little bit before, but I, I do have specific pieces that I wear all of the time um, for protection. And then I have sp specific pieces that I, that I use during ritual only for protection. So that's like my special stuff that I use, um, that it's, it's got that only, the only use I have is during ritual. So it stays very high vibe. It's not out and, um, anyone else's energy but my own and my my sacred space so for me that's important because I feel like I'm very sensitive to energy and I need that I need that extra stuff because one I love extra like I, I completely admit like when it comes to rituals and things like that in my own sacred space I love being elaborate now and then and that's one way that I feel elaborate is when I put on my ritual jewelry <laughs> another method um to protect yourself is to to have a statue a gargoyle a figurine whatever um and you kind of you bless it and charm it with the intent to be your eyes and ears to alert you of anything that has ill ill intent or malice towards you or your area i have a few that i have performed like a ritual with to create almost like a consciousness within them to alert me much like an alarm um, they are placed around my home and my property and I have most definitely definitely had them alert me um, maybe someday we'll talk about that but um, definitely definitely had them alert me to some shit that was going on um, so they don't they work <laughs> um, protection incantations and chants are another way that you can do it there's a plethora freaking endless amount of chants and incantations for protection that you can find online and it all comes down to what resonates with you what feels good what makes you feel secure take some time you know after you read the one and just sit with it a bit you can change them you can use whatever you want i love heading over to pinterest to find inspiration for incantations and chants i like to start out with what they've got and then kind of make it my own these can be said whenever you are in need of protection, before spell work or rituals, or anytime you feel afraid or need some protective energy around you. They work amazing, and if you combine those with some of the techniques I talked about, um, add that chant to that stuff, and it's just, it feels very powerful. For example, during the bubbling up technique, I add a chant to it and add a layer of energy to the process. Um, I hope that those that this stuff kind of gave you inspiration on how to incorporate protection um, magic into your practice, into your life. There's like so many more ways to do it. This is by no means a list to end all lists. Um, there are ones that I use. Um, these are just ones that I use and other people have taught me or that I've just kind of picked up along the way. But I wanted to share them with you because I thought it was kind of an important time to protect your own energy. There's a lot going on in the world right now and um, feeling safe and secure seems to be kind of elusive for me and I need that something. I need something in my life that I feel safe um, doing or around and my home, my sacred space is my favorite place because it it is, I don't know, it's like Fort Knox for the magical. 
<laughs> the magical realm, I guess. So I feel good in it. I feel safe. I feel secure. I feel um, supported in my room. And I wanted you guys to have this information so that if you are not feeling very secure, that this is something that you could incorporate. I do want to add, this is not for physical security. If you have somebody that's toxic, that's hurting you, if you... um feel unsafe physically you need to call the authorities this stuff is for magical energetic purposes only not for like violence protection so if you are going out into a crowd to protest this is not this is my my cover my ass statement this is not meant to protect you from physical harm <laughs> okay um I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please get a hold of me. I'm um, on Instagram, Witchy Woman at Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm on I'm on TikTok now. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm on TikTok. Um, it's a Witchy Woman Pod <laughs> on TikTok. I'm just figuring this platform out, so give me some time. Um, I've been playing with it and trying to figure out how to use it. I've got I don't know five or six videos up. I've been trying to share them on Instagram so that people are like, oh, she's on TikTok. Um, I did break down and finally do that because somebody told me it's easier to do TikTok videos and then just post them on Instagram than to the Instagram reels. Totally right. It's a lot easier on TikTok. <laughs> I want to, oh, I'm like, I cannot remember the exact amount of downloads, but I think we hit like over 135,000 downloads and like over 2,800 like subscriptions or followers or whatever um and I want to thank you all for that this is like crazy amazing like I hadn't checked stats in a while and I did the other day and I was like wait what um so thank you so much for listening I cannot tell you how thankful and grateful I am for you guys and for my patreon supporters y'all in the coven um I love you guys so much you help keep this podcast going with your support monetar monetarily and also um your moral support your presence in my life is so appreciated I love all you listeners are amazing let's just put it that way I'm I, I don't know how to put into words like this Gemini is kind of at a loss for how to express how grateful I am for you guys so thank you very much for listening I really really appreciate it um that's it. So I guess until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.